Hi, I'm Tarani Pennerman, founder of the best-selling naturally curly hair care brand, Curly Belt, and host of The Taranique Show, a show where we talk about hair, a woman's crowning glory. I'm so happy that you've allowed us to be a part of your hair care journey, and I hope that you enjoy the show. Hi, and welcome to this episode of The Taranique Show. This is episode 21, guys, and I am so happy that you guys decide, decided to join us for yet another episode of The Taranique Show. Thank you for tuning in. Please like, subscribe, follow us. We are The Taranique Show on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, everywhere, The Taranique Show. So thank you for joining us today. And our topic for today is let's talk curly hair lingo and the curl pattern chart. In every community or society, state, country, we have specific lingo that you know originated in that country or community. Just like the natural hair community has its own lingo and if you're not a part of that community you have no idea what they are talking about and it's so interesting that being natural for so long and being in the natural hair world for so long what is second nature to me in terms of talking about my hair is not second nature to somebody who has straight hair somebody who's who's not um you know african-american somebody who's not black Somebody has no idea about perms or relaxers, and they're just like, what? What did you just say? Um, what is a TWA? Uh, what is uh, the lock method? Oh, what is the curly? I've never heard of this, and it's so foreign to them. They're like, what is a BAA? Right, so there are specific languages that are only known by the people that are in the community. For example, I'm from the Bahamas. And we have this thing, we, it's Bahamian dialect, because people always ask me, oh, what language do you speak since you're from the Bahamas? Well, we speak English, we were a part of the Commonwealth, so the British Commonwealth, we were under British rule, but we are now an independent country, we've been in the, independent for some time now, and you know, we have our own prime minister, like the U.S. as a president, we have a prime minister, and you know we speak English, but we speak our own language, which is which is called Bahamian dialect. So it's kind of like a broken form of English. And if you're not from the Bahamas, you're like, what are they talking about? For example, well, sick. You'll hear people just randomly say, well, sick and you're like. What, is your mother sick? Well, your mother is sick? No, it's just an expression that we use that is like, wow, like, oh my God, I can't believe that Well, mud is sick. And if you hear me say that, or if I'm in a conversation with somebody from the Bahamas, you're like, what are they talking about? This is, this is interesting. Why are they expressing so much emotion about their mother being sick? But no, it's, it's actually, an expression like wow oh my god I can't believe it what in the world what the H well mother sick 
Or we'll say, but we say, but for everything. But something wrong is something wrong with you, but but what's happening? You okay, but yeah, but I, I see you, but but is a term that we use just to describe a person or dread, like well, sick dread, like. I can't believe that dread. And these things, they make no sense to people outside of the Bahamas. Another good one is tingham. So tingham is used where you don't really remember the name of the person, the place, the thing. It is tingham. Um, pa pass me that tingham or the fridge. You remember Tingham, Tingham them? This is if you don't remember somebody's name or a group of people. Tingham, Tingham them. Yeah, man. Yeah. But with that, that Tingham, the Tingham, the ting, yeah, go get the Tingham for me. And it's so interesting because you'll be talking to somebody and you'll say that and they'll be like, okay, Tingham them. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I know. Yeah, Tingham them for true. And you're not even saying like Tingham that like, oh, the Mills family or the Brown family. Yeah, them. No, the person will respond to you and be like, they'll they'll know you're talking about. They'll be like, yeah, ting them down. Yeah, man, I saw a ting them down the other day. And like, this is a completely insane conversation that you're having with a person from your community who understands your dialect, who understands, you know, these words, who understands you. So just like with the Bahamian um, country where we have our Bahamian dialect, we have our natural, in the natural hair world, we have our curly jargon or words that are specific to curly hair. Last one. And this is, this, com this is relevant to the natural hair community. Peasy head. Yeah, peasy. So we use the word peasy head is like an insult, right? <laughs> so peasy head would mean somebody who has tightly coiled hair. So if you're talking about the curl pattern chart, it would be somebody with a type four hair, which we're going to discuss that in a, in a minute. Your peasy head is a, it's a derogatory term to tell somebody, yeah, your head peasy or come here with your peasy head. Moms would usually say this to kids, like, because, you know, it's not, your hair is not curly, it's not a type 2 or type 3 or whatever, it's a type 4, and we would say peasy head. And I'm just like, <laughs> who comes up with this stuff? I guess they came up with, because, like, okay, if your hair is shorter, and then, you know, you get the curls in the back, and it looks like little peas. So I guess that's where it came from. Yeah, your peasy head, your nappy head. We say that too. I know that it's not acceptable. It's not acceptable to go around calling people this, right? So y'all give me a break for this, this episode. But I'm just talking about not stuff that I've made up, right? This is stuff that I have been introduced to and I'm sharing with, with you. Another thing that we said, oh yeah, roach on your bread. Roach is on, so what does that mean? A roach is on your bread. So what are you trying to say? Like there's a roach on my bread that I'm about to eat? Um, what does that mean? This stuff is just hilarious. In the Bahamas, roach on your bread 
means that if you are in a relationship, in a marriage, or you know, your boyfriend and girlfriend, that means that your significant other is cheating on you. So if you're a woman, roach on your bread really applies to a man, but you could use it as a woman. So if you're a man and you have a girlfriend and then she's cheating on you, the guy that she's cheating on you with is roach and she's the bread. So yeah. Anyway, guys, that's enough bohemian dialect history. Uh, but yeah, it's interesting. So in the natural hair, curly hair community, we have some terms that is specific to the natural hair community and we use them and people outside of the community have no idea what we're talking about. Number one, TWA. TWA, so what that means is a teeny weeny afro. So a teeny weeny afro would be when you did like the big chop. Number two, the big chop. So teeny weeny afro is when you see women who wear like a low cut. So if you're not in the natural hair community, think about like Halle Berry. Halle Berry would always wear like a really low cut, um, but she has more like straighter curly hair. Anyway, so if you have a, a tighter curl pattern and you have wearing a low cut, that's called a TWA, which is a teeny weeny afro. Big chop. So big chop is when you decided to go natural and you're gonna cut off all of your straight or relaxed ends and it's gonna turn into a TWA, which is a teeny weeny afro. Yeah, okay, you see how that goes together? But if you're not in the community, you have no idea what we're talking about, what these terms are. Thirdly, after you have grown out your big chop, your TWA, after you've done the big chop and you've grown out your TWA, then your hair becomes big, bigger. So you have a big afro, and we call that BAA. So that's your big A blank afro, BAA. I'm not gonna say the word on, you know, YouTube or Spotify, because this is a clean podcast, okay? So BAA means big blank afro. Transitioning is another term that we use so instead of doing the big chop where you cut off all of your relaxed ends and you're left with a TWA, transitioning is when you just clip off the ends as your hair grows out and you just keep trimming. This can take months, this can take up to a year. You just keep trimming until all of your relaxed straight ends are gone and you have officially transitioned from relaxed to natural. So if you hear the word transitioning, that's what it means. The lock method. <clears throat> so the lock method is a method that curly girls use when they are conditioning their hair to seal in the moisture. So lock is lock stands for leave-in. So a leave-in conditioner, O stands for oil, and C stands for cream. So that's how you would layer your products when you are doing your hair. So First you use your leave-in, then you use your oil, then you use your cream. Okay, I don't do that method, but it's a method that has been coined and has been around for some time, the lock method. The curly girl method. I'm not a fan of this method either, but hey, the curly girl method. There are many different schools of thought in the natural hair community when it comes to hair care. 
The curly bell method calls for no shampoo, and y'all know I'm against no shampoo. So it calls for no shampoo, no silicones, and no combs. Yeah, okay. While it may seem extreme, the curly girl method is highly recommended by those who follow it. Uh, I, I, uh, no. I, 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 I need to have a comb. I like my silicones. I do like silicones. Nothing wrong with silicones. That's another myth in the natural hair community. Um, and definitely, I need my shampoo. So I'm not one to do the curly girl method. If you swear by the curly girl method, then hey, different strokes for different folks. Co-washing. Co-washing is when you, again, you shampoo your hair but with conditioner. Not a fan. Not a fan of co-washing. But if you hear someone say co-washing, then that's what that means. Pre-poo is another term in the natural hair community. It's when an oil or conditioning treatment that's applied to the hair before you shampoo. I love to pre-poo. Pre-poos are very good. Because what pre-poos do is it softens the hair, makes it more manageable, and prepares it for shampooing. So if your hair is, so before you wash your hair, this is what you do. You take an oil blend. We have a nice oil blend. It's um, called Curly Tropical Oils Blend. You would take that and you put that on your dry hair before you wash it. Massage it into the scalp, get the blood flowing. Like it evenly distributed down the strands and you leave it on for about 20 minutes. And this softens the hair, it adds shine, it, it's, it seals in the moisture. And then you rinse all that out with a shampoo. So pre-poo, I'm pre-poo. Pre, pre-poo girl. That's what I am, a pre-poo girl. So if you hear pre-poo, now you know what it means. ACV rinse. So you've heard this uh, probably before ACV. So what ACV stands for is apple cider vinegar. And we put a little rinse on the end of that because what apple cider vinegar does to the hair is it strips it of you know bacteria, product buildup, debris, it is also great for the scalp in removing dandruff and bacteria as well. So if you're having issues with buildup, dandruff, dryness, do ACV rinse every now and then. And that's just using the raw apple cider vinegar and applying it to the scalp. It will burn. It will burn. So maybe you want to dilute it a bit before you put it on the scalp, but it will burn. It's a great way to detox the scalp and the hair. Dusting. So dusting, I always thought dusting was like, um, you know, when you get like the, what is it, the Swiffer thing, and you just like dust, I'll get all the dust out of your house. Well, in the natural hair community, dusting is basically a trimming technique used to help grow out your hair by getting rid of the damaged tips of the hair, regardless of length. So it's not like a full trim where you're getting like a, a straight trim but it's like okay I see the section on my hair and the ends look bad let me just trim that off so your hair can be like all jagged and all weird um, but the purpose of dusting is just to get rid of the damaged ends of the hair so there you have it I know that I've not covered all of the natural hair community lingo but those are the basics of you know the natural hair community so if you hear those words 
They are specific to our community. We use them interchangeably. They transition into one another from the TWA to the Big Top to the BAA to, you know, the lock method. We have our own language guides. Now, secondly, on to the curl pattern chart. So if you've seen this chart, um, it was created by Oprah's hairstylist, Andre Walker. And the chart is, it gives like a numbering and a lettering system to hair. One of the reasons why I'm not a fan of the chart and I haven't been a fan of the chart is because of the numbering system. So when you think about like one, so in sports, in any competition, first place is what we wanna be. Like we wanna be number one. In our field, we wanna be number one. Whatever we're doing, like you wanna be in business, you wanna be the number one hair care brand, right? So I wanna be the number one. I wanna have the number one hair care brand. I want to, if I'm playing a sport, I wanna win. So you're very competitive and you wanna be number one. When it comes to the curl pattern chart and it's numbered, so it's number, number one is straight. And number four, it goes from one to four. Number four is kinky, coily, zigzag, you know, um, texture. Or as we would say in the Bahamas, peasy head, right? When I think about that and I fall in the type four category, I don't want to be number four. I want to be number one. So... Don't be telling me that I have, you know, a type four hair because I want to be number one. In my mind, it goes back to like evolution. Okay, they said we, you know, evolved from apes and this skin color, this race is better than that race. So if having natural hair is about self-love and self-acceptance, if I am going to box myself into a chart that numbers me from number one to four, where I'm at the end of the numbering system, uh, it doesn't really feel a lot like self-love to me. It doesn't really feel a lot like self-acceptance. I don't wanna be categorized. And, you know, this is my opinion. Uh, maybe people think that it's, you know, a bit extreme, an extreme opinion to have, but I, I just do not subscribe to the the numbering system. Personally, I think that we call it like it is. You have straight hair, you have curly hair, you have kinky coily hair, you have coily hair. Just give it a name. We don't have to do the number. Like, what is it about? Numbers in our world, in anything, really mean the first, last. And then you're gonna add the alphabet to it. The first letter of the alphabet is A. So is 1A better than 4C? It's just the psychology behind it. And I mean, whether we want to stop and think about it or not, it does have some kind of effect on us mentally. You know, and then to add insult to injury, the natural hair community is a recent movement 
you know, within the past 10 plus years or so, it's a recent movement where women were moving from a Eurocentric look looks better than an Afrocentric look, right? But on this scale, we have the Eurocentric being number one and then Afrocentric being number four. So it's just food for thought. You know, it isn't about being controversial. It's about thinking, right? And challenging what we have been given in terms of putting a label on us or putting even putting a label on our hair. So we don't want to put a label on something that, you know, grows directly out of our scalp to say, well, this may be better. Now, it doesn't explicitly say that this may be better. But if you think about it, if we are, you know, living in a capitalist society and, you know, competition is real and everyone wants to get that number one spot, wouldn't that apply to a chart where to see where you fall on that chart? Are you number one in your class or are you number four? So just it's just something to think about. Do I want to be comparing myself to all these different hair types? No, not really. I want to fall in the, I'm coily. My hair is kinky coily. My hair is kinky curly. My hair is curly. My hair is straight. I don't want to be a number one. I don't want to be a number two. I don't want to be a number three or a number four. I want to be a kinky coily girl. So it's just challenging what we've been given, you know, when, and how we see ourselves and loving ourselves and accepting ourselves for who we are and not allowing the world to put labels on us. Yes, in the beginning when we started our natural hair journey when we didn't know what hair type we had or how to care for our hair, yes, this could have been helpful, but at this point, I think we have enough education, we have enough people in the space to say, well, your hair is looks kinky coily to me. And then some people even have different textures in their hair. So what who are you? You are two A, two four C B? What that's what you got? Is that what's in your hair? A two A four okay, all right. No, my hair is highly textured. In the back is this, in the front is this, in the middle is another thing. So this is this is my opinion. This is how I feel. My thoughts on it, you know. I'm a kinky coily. That's what my hair is, kinky coily. You know, I don't. I'm not subscribing to a number system. And that's how I feel. I mean, leave your comments. Let me know how you feel about the curl pattern chart. The type does it matter to you? Um, did you ever think about it? Did it ever make you feel like, oh, okay, I'm all the way down the chart? I mean, I've had women send messages to us and be like, I'm a 4Z. 4Z evening on the chart. So, I mean, that tells you right there, they're thinking that, you know, if we're going to go from A to Z, or if we're going to go from 1 to 4, I'm all the way down to the bottom of the alphabet. I'm all the way down to the bottom. That's where I see myself. No, honey, you're not. Your hair is kinky coily. Yes, your hair may not be easy to manage. Maybe, you know, it is said that straight hair is easy to manage, but this is what 
you've been given and nothing worth having is easy you know so anyway i am so happy that you guys decided to tune into the tyrannic show yet again please like follow subscribe we are the tyrannic show on youtube instagram uh where else we are we TikTok. please like subscribe and follow the tyrannic show and have a great day